This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. All right, here we go. Welcome into the San Francisco 49ers Report live here on Chat Sports. I'm Chase Sr. And no matter where you are, how you're tuned in, we appreciate the faithful for making today's show a part of your day. Another big one to get to here today. The Niners have a bye week in the NFC playoffs. We don't take bye weeks right here on the show. So coming your way, San Francisco making a couple of roster moves. The Niners getting a big addition to this defense. Why San Francisco is Super Bowl bound. Pete Carroll retired. And then Nick Saban retired today. And then we're going to do a mailbag. So use the hashtag 49ers. Better yet, send in a super chat if you want to get involved and join in on the program. Really excited to have all of you here. I was in Houston, Texas over the last few days covering the college football playoff national championship. Got back late last night. We're back in the chat sports studios today. And we're ready to talk some San Francisco. Now, I don't well, like plugging my birthday, but I do appreciate producer Trizzy Trace. He's a jolly good fellow, for he's a jolly good fellow, for he's a jolly good fellow, and here's to many more, yeah! It's Chase Sr.'s birthday! Hey! How about it? Hey, 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 hey. Now, for those of you who are watching the watch party on Sunday from the Media Hotel down in Houston, we were talking a lot about my birthday, and we had Jeannie Wyatt, Tracy, Niner Babe, Black Mask, all sending in a lot of big Venmos. And all of you were saying, very kindly, Happy birthday, Chase. And I wasn't sure when we were going to go live next. And then I woke up today. I saw that it was January 10th, my day of birth. And I said, let's go live on the 49ers report. So, yes, it is my birthday type HBD. If you want to wish me a happy birthday in the comment section. I'm not like one of those people who's a big birthday person. I don't like to say, it's my birthday. Everybody give me attention. But I am happy to celebrate with the faithful. So glad that you're all here. I'd rather be nowhere else than talking Niners right here on the San Francisco 49ers report. So type HBD, Dragon, Greg, Haley, Steven, Darius, Wet Noodle, 49ers 183, EC, B-Side, Davis, Edmonds, Tryon, Ryan, Bobby Vina, Dave Zobel, Ernesto, Jeannie Wyatt, Wayne. Really appreciate all of you. Much love. The birthday super chat menu, let's have a party. I don't have anything else planned really for my birthday because 
It's Wednesday. I'm just looking forward to the NFL playoffs getting underway. And I took a last-minute trip to Houston to cover the Natties. So that kind of altered the birthday plans. But these are my birthday plans. All Super Chats get a shout-out. $10 gets you on the Toby Willis helmet. $20 will chant your name. $50 for a birthday beer bung. And $100 gets you on the Gold Mine Hall of Fame. Our live coverage today is sponsored by Game Time, by the way. Get the best seats at the lowest price guaranteed with the Game Time app. Free download and you get $20 off using the code NINERSCHAT. The prices drop as the event gets closer. And look, the San Francisco 49ers don't know who their opponent will be in the divisional round, but they know that they have home field advantage. And if you're looking to go to a divisional round matchup at Levi's, or the NFC Championship game at Levi's if the Niners advance, or should I say, when the Niners advance, you can find tickets there. Also, some Golden State Warriors tickets available. You don't just have to go to an NFL game. I've used it for comedy shows. I've used it for concerts. You can go to theater events as well here in 2024. So use the code NINERSCHAT. And with that, you can get $20 off. The link is available down below in the comment section as well as in the description of this video. Game time, making our live show possible right here on the San Francisco 49ers Report. Want to hear from you. We'll be doing a little bit of a mailbag later for segment number three. So how do you get involved? You use the hashtag 49ers, or if you send in a super chat, you'll be involved on our mailbag, and you'll also get me some birthday drinks. Let's talk some Niners and show some love if you're ready to start the show. I need all of you to hit that thumbs up icon and like the video right now. I'm ready to talk some Niners. I know you're all ready to talk some Niners. 200 people watching live, but only 52 likes. The more likes that we get, the more people who will pile in. And the better that the show will be. So continue to smash that thumbs up icon like the video. B-Side 86, how old are you today, Chase? Guess my age down in the comment section here. I feel a lot 69. younger than I actually am. Trace said 69 years old. That would be a nice age. We like 69ing, but I am not 69 years old right now. So guess my age. Herb, 29. Big Hurt, 31. Joseph Kelly, 32. Michael, 38. Tryon Ryan, 38. 38 years old. I'm not there yet. Ricardo, 36. We had Niner Babe, King Javier, get it right, as well as Joseph Kelly. Yes, 32 years old today. That is my official age. But I've been saying for like the last five years, I feel like I'm 25 years old. You see the stamina during the watch parties. You know how I carry myself. Still got that running streak going. I feel good, and hopefully that continues. All right, we're about to start the 49ers report live here on Chat Sports. So let's get it started. Any super chats go toward birthday drinks. So if you want to send one in, it's going a long way in supporting me, celebrating the birthday and the 49ers report. All right, let's start the official show, and let's talk some San Francisco right now. Let's do it. Coming up on today's San Francisco 49ers report, the Niners getting a big addition back to their defensive unit going into the NFL playoffs. More on that in a moment. Debo Samuel in the 2023 season did what? 
and Pete Carroll out with the Seattle Seahawks. That news breaking on Wednesday. I'm going to react to that because I have a lot of thoughts. Let's start off with literally and figuratively a big addition set to return to this Niners defense. That is Eric Armstead returning to practice this week, according to head coach Kyle Shanahan. Hasn't played since all the way back in week 13 against the Philadelphia Eagles because of plantar fasciitis in his foot, as well as a nagging knee issue. Here's what Shanahan had to say about his very stout and good defensive tackle. I just know it's his foot and it's his knee. I don't know how to pronounce that word you just said. Yeah, Kyle, I gotcha. It's plantar fasciitis. He's doing better. Shanahan continued. He looked good today, and that was the test, and that's why we're going to get him into practice on Thursday, and hopefully it goes well, and we'll get him in a little bit on Friday. So, of course, Shanahan saying that a little bit earlier this week, and look, for all of the casuals out there who thinks that Armstead is overrated, that he's not worth $17 million per year, stop disrespecting a very, very good player who means so much to the San Francisco 49ers defense. Armstead's value is paramount to the success of what has been one of the best defenses in football over the last four to five years. He's a great run defender. He provides a great interior pass rush. He takes attention away from Nick Bosa so that Bosa isn't swarmed with a bunch of double teams and he's not chipped by running backs coming out of the backfield. Armstead has massive size. That's why he takes up so much real estate and demands so much attention because with that bull rush, with that swim move, he can get past you very quickly at 6'7", 290 pounds. And Armstead is a smart player and a team leader. That's why he's one of the captains for this team. And his impact goes far beyond the stat sheet. With his versatility, with his smarts, and his ability to take over the game. And him and Javon Hargrave formed to be one of the best defensive tackle duos in the NFL. And before Armstead went out after that Eagles game, he was having a really good 2023 season. Overall pro football focus grade of 81.8. A pass rushing grade elite at 85.1. I think he's a better run defender than what PFF gives him credit for. Checking in there with the grade of just 59.8. But five sacks and 42 pressures this year. The thing with Eric Armstead too, this has been a consistent theme for him throughout his entire career since being a mid-first round pick out of Oregon. And when he's had opportunities to shine on the big stage, He's done that. He shows up when it matters. In the last three playoff seasons, we're talking 2021, we're talking 2022, as well as in 2019, he has totaled in nine playoff games, seven sacks, 11 quarterback hits, and five tackles for loss. He even said during his podcast that he loves playing in the playoffs because that's when he plays his best football. A lot more to get to here on the show, but first a programming reminder the 49ers do not play in the wild card round. They were too good to play in the wild card round this year. They got that first round by and home field advantage going through Levi Stadium in the NFC playoff bracket. But that doesn't mean we're not going to be doing a watch party this weekend. I will be live for Packers, Cowboys. The game begins 4.30 p.m. Eastern time, 1.30 p.m. Pacific for those of you out on the West Coast because we have people watching the program from worldwide. Hope to see you there. We're still going to have a Super Chat giveaway item and a Super Chat MVP item. 
And our watch party, going to be the same type of watch party that we always do for Niners games, but for a game that has a lot of playoff implications in the NFC. Today's sponsor is Game Time. If you want to go to a Niner game throughout the NFC playoffs, you want to go to a Golden State Warriors game, college football, college basketball, Major League Baseball, you want to go to a comedy show, a theater event, or a concert, because I'm a big comedy show and music guy, make sure you download the Game Time app. It is a free download, and when you use the code uh, Niners Chat, you get $20 off your purchase. That's correct. You use the code Niners Chat, you get $20 off your purchase. What I love about this app, you can see where you'll be sitting, the vantage point from your seats, and the price point for where you'll be sitting. So you're not going to get screwed over by some of these shady ticketing apps where you could have an altered view from your seats. You actually get to see what you'll be seeing from those seats. They also have these flash deals where simply you just swipe and you're able to get in on the action for a very low price point and save money using the code NINERSCHAT. You also use that code NINERSCHAT so that game time knows that chat sports sent you. Next up, Debo Samuel this year did what? Debo is the second player in the history of the NFL in his first five seasons in the National Football League to have 4,000 yards receiving and more than 1,000 yards rushing. The only other player to do that over the course of NFL history is Charlie Taylor. And you look at how these two players fared. A cool story here is that Kyle Shanahan gave Debo Samuel an opportunity to surpass that 1,000-yard mark in the regular season finale against the Los Angeles Rams by giving him a carry. And what a first five years it's been for Debo. Whoa! More than 4,100 receiving yards, more than 1,000 rushing yards. He leads the NFL since getting drafted out of South Carolina in that 2019 draft class alongside Nick Bosa. A hell of a first two selections, by the way, by John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan in yards picked up after the catch. And... Very rarely do you see a player with this physical makeup, who's this fast, who can run you over, who can catch the football like he does, who you can give the ball to on jet sweeps, but also hand it off to give him a pitch. And he's just a dynamic playmaker who, as I like to say, is one of one. And after a slow start to the year, Debo finished up pretty strong alongside Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, and George Kittle. All those players had more than 1,000 all-purpose yards. In 2023, 60 catches, 892 yards through the air with seven touchdowns. Then he was able to add a lot more touchdowns on the ground and able to get past that 1,000-yard total mark. Now let's round out the show with my reaction on Pete Carroll basically getting fired by the Seattle Seahawks. When I read his statement, when he said, I'm excited for what's next, I'm fired up, I didn't take that as if he's done. I look at it as Seattle not happy with the results and that organization trending downward over the last couple of years, they kind of pushed them out the door. And to me, that's a firing. I love my bosses, James and Brett here at Chat Sports. I love working alongside Trizzy Trace, but if all of them together were kind of pushing me out of the door here at Chat Sports and they didn't want me to host the 49ers report any longer, that would tell me I'm basically getting canned. So it was Adam Schefter on Wednesday afternoon who broke the news, a shocker in Seattle. Pete Carroll expected to be out as the Seahawks head coach per sources. He still could remain in the organization, but not as a head coach. He is going to remain with the organization 
in an advisory role. But at 70 years old, Pete Carroll has a lot of energy. And that's something that I really respect about him. And I just don't know if he's done with this football life. And on the same day that Pete Carroll had his 14-year run end with Seattle, Nick Saban retired as well as the head coach of Alabama football. Ian Rappaport with the leading candidate here. Looks as though it's going to be Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn, who could quickly be considered as a strong candidate. He took over for Gus Bradley for that Legion of Boom defense back in 2013. Was the defensive coordinator for two years was Dan Quinn before he went to the Atlanta Falcons, and we know what happened with that 28-3 Super Bowl deficit or lead that turned into a deficit for Atlanta, yes, when Kyle Shanahan was the offensive coordinator in that Super Bowl against the New England Patriots. Here's what Jody Allen, the chairwoman of the Seahawks, had to say about Pete Carroll. After thoughtful meetings and careful consideration for the best interest of the franchise, we have amicably agreed with Pete Carroll that his role will evolve from head coach to remain with the organization as an advisor. Ladies and gentlemen, if you ever get this message from your employer, they're basically saying, we don't want you any longer. And what a run it was for Pete Carroll. Niner fans know all about that. Really turned that organization around after Mike Holmgren. First two years coming from USC. The Seattle Seahawks went 7-9, and 7-9. and nine, And then they really started to hit their gear. Won the Super Bowl in 2014. Made it to back-to-back Super Bowls. It probably should have been. Two consecutive Super Bowl victories, but they only won in 2014 against the Denver Broncos. Following year, they lost to the New England Patriots. But as you can see, after a great run from 2012 through 2020, in which the Seahawks never had a below 500 season, after that 2020 season, Trace, that's when the record kind of started to go downhill a little bit. Good year in 2020, 12-4. But then 7-10, and 9-8 and eight made the playoffs last year, but swept by San Francisco, got dominated in the wild card round. And in 2023, another 9-8 and eight season, Seahawks controlled their own destiny at the end of the year, but not able to get in the playoffs that lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers in the second to last week of the regular season really doomed them. And this is the end of an era. And for so long, Pete Carroll and the Seahawks dominated Jim Harbaugh, dominated Kyle Shanahan up until the last two years where the Niners now have a five-game winning streak over the Seahawks. Carroll goes down with the record of 133-89-1 as the Seahawks head coach. NFL 2010's all-decade team is definitely going to be a Hall of Famer and won the franchise's only Super Bowl in Super Bowl 38. I don't know if this is great news for the 49ers. You might be saying this is great news for San Francisco that Pete Carroll is out. But I think that the Seahawks can get a really, really good head coach. Are they going to go offense? Are they going to go defense? Some people were saying they should give a lot of money to Jim Harbaugh. That would scare me because I think Jim Harbaugh is absolutely an elite coach. But I have a feeling they might go defense once again. And Pete Carroll was a defensive mind. I think a reason why the Seahawks are moving on is because while he's a defensive mind, they haven't been good on the defensive side of the football, and that could be a key component in this Seahawks search. Jeremy Fowler with a good note here. How are the Seahawks going to compete with Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay? Because Seattle, 4-10 in their last 14 games against the Rams and Niners, either get the right defensive guy to combat them or the right offensive guy to keep up. 
So what is going to be the organizational strategy here? I like the Seahawks roster. They have a really good general manager. They have two really good tackles. They have a good wide receiving core. They have some good young players on that defense, especially in that secondary. And if they knock it out of the park with their new head coach, the Niners might have a challenger once again in the NFC West. Feel free to contact me on X, formerly known as Twitter, on Instagram at Chase underscore senior, and email me, chase at chatsports.com. Always to contact me right here, and I look forward to hearing from the faithful. Great audience here today, 250 people watching live. Let's get that number up. How do we do that? You continue to hit that thumbs up icon and like the video. My birthday super chat menu for today, let's celebrate together. I'm not really doing anything else other than hosting the 49ers Report Live. All super chats get a shout out. $10 gets you on the Toby Willis helmet right here. $20, we will chant your name. $50 for a birthday beer bong as we have the beer boot ready to go right here. $500 super chat, I will drink this whole thing right now. $100 gets you on the gold mine hall of fame so that right there our super chat menu let's move quickly to segment number two because we have some news just in niners making a couple of roster moves i'm also going to explain why the niners are going to make it to super bowl 58 in las vegas um it's going to be one t on docket by the way so we can just change that real quick boom 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 tom daly Mr. Program, Tryon Ryan, Eric Wallace, Miguel C., Stephen James, Eric, all a part of the recent commenter club. Stephen James, Chase, when's the next time you're doing a show with Krug? I do it every Friday. Uh, so I was on there last Friday as we were on the road to Houston for the national championship. I was there doing coverage for Chat Sports, and I will be on again this upcoming Friday. Been loving the appearances with Krug. I think he's doing an awesome show um, on his YouTube channel. And Obviously, a longtime Bay Area sports talk radio legend, and it's good to see that success translate to the YouTube channel as well, and we just have some really, really good football conversations. I also want to give a shout-out to Guy Haberman, man. He's reached out to me a couple of times over the last couple of days. The Haberman Middlecoff podcast, also a very good one on top of Krug's channel. They also have their YouTube channel if you're looking for some Niners content outside of the 49ers report. We hope that we are destination number one for all of your Niners talk. But if you want some other options, you can tap in there. And obviously, Grant Cohn crushing and a whole lot of others. All right, segment number two coming your way. Let's get to it right now. On the docket for today's San Francisco 49ers report, happy Wednesday to the faithful, the Niners, making a couple of roster moves here today. And I'm going to explain and break down why San Francisco is going to make it to Las Vegas for Super Bowl 58. Let's begin with the flurry of roster moves for the Niners here midweek going into this bye week in the NFL playoffs. San Francisco signed a cornerback in Terrence Mitchell. They signed a defensive lineman as well. And I'm going to get this pronunciation right here because I want to knock this out of the park for everybody. The defensive lineman, Oku Wanu. Sam Oku Wanu is who the Niners are also adding to the practice squad on top of Terrence Mitchell and the corresponding roster moves. Taylor Hawkins, after his first career interception in that regular season finale against the Rams, did break his wrist, needs to undergo surgery, and Jason Verrett cannot escape the injury bug whatsoever. I think this is his sixth season-ending injury of his career. First-round pick out of TCU, 
former pro bowler, just cannot seem to stay healthy. Last week in practice, he fell on his shoulder and he tore his rotator cuff. The practice window has also been opened for special teams ace and former all-pro special teamer George Odom. So as the Niners get geared up for the playoffs, George Odom might be able to return as early as the divisional round to give this special teams unit a little bit of a boost. He tore his biceps a little bit earlier this year, and if they can get him back, it gives you depth at safety, also gives you a really good special teamer. As for Terrence Mitchell, what a ride for him in his NFL career. Seventh round pick in 2014 out of Oregon. He was with the Cowboys for two years in 2014-2015. Doesn't stay there for long. He goes to the Chicago Bears after being let go in 2015. Then he latches on with the Kansas City Chiefs in 2016-2017. few years with the Browns from 2018 to 2020. Houston Texans in 2021. Tennessee Titans in 2022. And he was actually a part of this Niners team in the preseason before he got hurt and then was released by San Francisco on the 9th of August. This is a player who's been able to log a lot of action in his NFL career. And Kyle Shanahan did say earlier this week that after that season-ending injury to Jason Verrett and after the 49ers worked out Cam Hayward that they wanted to add a cornerback with some experience. And they get that with Mitchell, who's been signed to the practice squad. 96 games, 54 starts. 305 tackles during that span, 63 pass breakups, 9 interceptions, and 10 forced fumbles. As for the defensive lineman that the Niners are signing, Sam Okuwanu. In 2022, he signed with the Titans as a UDFA. He played his college ball at Maryland. He's 25 years old right now. In his NFL career, not as experienced as Mitchell. 6 games, 11 tackles, and a half sack. What this means in particular, and specifically at cornerback for San Francisco, is that they are not going to be bringing in the two-time Pro Bowler in Casey Hayward, at least as of right now. Hasn't played since last year. Played six games to start the season with the Atlanta Falcons. Hurt his shoulder, but he's in his mid-30s at this point. Must have not really impressed during that workout. Suffered a lot of injuries throughout his career. Does have some pedigree, of course, as the two-time Pro Bowler. Was looking to latch on with a Super Bowl contender, but the Niners going the other route with Mitchell here. Look, this is why you subscribe to the San Francisco 49ers report. Anytime the Niners make a move, whether it's on the peripheries of this roster or it's a monster splash, we talk about it for you. And that's a big reason why have we been able to surpass 108,000 subscribers. So hit that sub button and lock us in for daily and year-round content on the Niners. Coming up next here on the show, I'm going to explain, in my humble opinion, why the 49ers are Super Bowl bound. Stay tuned for that, but first, download the Game Time app if you're looking for the best seats at the lowest price guaranteed, and if you want to get some Super Bowl tickets, they might be pricey, you can save $20 off when you use the code NINERSCHAT. The Game Time app is free to download, and then you plug in that code Niners Chat. You're able to save a little bit at checkout. And the Niners see your home field advantage at Levi's Stadium throughout the NFC playoffs. Hopefully, they win in the divisional round. And then if they play in the NFC Championship game, that's two home games at Levi's. So if you want to go, tickets are still available right now. Of course, anytime you're trying to go to an NFL playoff game, a little bit pricey. Here's the cool thing about the Game Time app. The longer you wait, and the closer the event gets, the more that the prices drop with these tickets. You can also go to NBA games, 
comedy shows as well as concerts. So one more time, all you have to do here is plug in the code NINERSCHAT and you get $20 off your purchase. We really appreciate Game Time for hopping on board and supporting the show and that link for you to save and to go to a potential game or event is available down in the comment section and in the description of this video. So this is why I think the 49ers are Super Bowl 58 bound. First, you look at the NFC playoff picture. There isn't a team in the NFC that is better than the San Francisco 49ers. And we go team by team here on your screen from left to right. Dallas Cowboys always choke. And the Niners earlier this year in week five beat them 42 to 10. And they always seem to have Dak Prescott's number. You look at the Detroit Lions. Great story this year. I'd like them to win the NFC North with how they finished last year. Jared Goff playing really good football. Their defense, though, is not all that good. And is Jared Goff going to go into Levi Stadium and win an NFC Championship game? I just don't think so. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 9-8, and eight, and the winners of the worst division in football. And San Francisco, historically, has fared very well against the Buccaneers. I'm not really concerned about Baker Mayfield. He's been playing better ball of late. Yes, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are pretty good, but the talent gap is pretty great between San Francisco and Tampa Bay. And the last two weeks, the Buccaneers didn't really play all that well. As for the Philadelphia Eagles, they have elite talent, but not an elite team right now. They've lost five of six. They're reeling. There's a dark cloud hovering over that organization. Some fans want Nick Sirianni fired. And the Vibes are bad right now. The defense, one of the worst in the history of the NFL, and that offense has been so spotty. And we saw what happened earlier this year when the Niners put up a 40 spot and scored on seven consecutive drives against that porous Eagles defense. Los Angeles Rams, they've won seven of eight, and they're a much different team than when the Niners played them in week two. Matthew Stafford is probably the best quarterback who can elevate his teammates the most left in the NFC. And for the first time in a while, Los Angeles can run the football very successfully with a better offensive line and Kyron Williams. You haven't been able to say that in recent memory. Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, they're issues. But that defense, while they have some young players, I like this Niners offense going up against that defense. And the Green Bay Packers, they do have a lot of talent. And Jordan Love has had one of the more quiet 30-touchdown, 11-interception seasons for a quarterback that I've seen in recent memory, but that roster is so, so young. And really, it's a credit to what Matt LaFleur has been able to do as the Packers head coach, but you just don't have a lot of trust in that team to win two playoff games on the road with some playoff inexperience. So you look at the landscape of the NFC, I like San Francisco. Then you look at this coaching staff for the Niners, and you think about how seasoned they are with this coaching staff. Kyle Shanahan. One of the best offensive minds in the game. Play designing, play calling, scheme, route trees, the running game. He's great. Chris Kosarek, best defensive line coach in the NFL. You know, you have Bobby Mitchell, great running backs coach. You have Johnny Holland, also very good. And then you have Steve Wilkes, who has made adjustments all throughout this year, who is able to simplify very complex schemes. And this Niners defense has been rolling. So I like this coaching staff more so than any other coaching staff in the NFC as well. And then I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but you think about this Niners roster. Most talented roster, arguably in the NFL, if not in the NFC. Brock Purdy, 
number one in multiple statistical categories for quarterbacks this year. Top ten in a lot of others. He's been very efficient. Christian McCaffrey led the NFL in rushing. George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, and Christian McCaffrey all had more than 1,000 all-purpose yards this year. It's a really, really good offense. And those bevy of weapons match up well against a lot of the defenses left in the NFC. And then you shift over to the other side of the ball. This Niners defense, they have dogs, and it's a great unit. And they've really come alive coming out of the bye week. They're doing a better job of pressuring the quarterback, sacking the quarterback, and getting to the quarterback. Remember, during that three-game losing streak, they couldn't do that at all. Trey Greenlaw, Fred Warner, great coverage linebackers who you can include on some of those blitz packages. Charvarius Ward, Ambry Thomas, Diamador Lenore, they've been playing really good ball in the secondary. And while the Niners are a little bit banged up at safety, Jair Brown expected to practice this week. George Odom might come back. Tashawn Gibson also expected to practice this week. At all three levels, you have confidence in that defensive unit. And they also have future Hall of Famers, Pro Bowlers, and all pros on that team. And that's why they're one of the best defenses in the NFL. I also like how multiple the 49ers are. They can run it with Christian McCaffrey. They can pass it with Brock Purdy. George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and Jawan Jennings. And if you want to win a shootout, the Niners can stick with you. They can score more than 30 points. If you want to win a low-scoring game, they have the defense and the opportunistic offense to be able to do that as well. Now, the Niners don't come without concerns. They certainly have those as well. The offensive line play really scares me, especially the right side of it. With Colton McKivitz, and we'll see who starts at right guard, whether it's Spencer Burford or John Feliciano. I would go with John Feliciano, not even rotating the two. I would just go all in on Feliciano, the Italian. The Niners, every time they've lost this year, they've lost the turnover battle, and they've turned it over a lot. So the only way that I think San Francisco gets upset in the NFC playoffs is if they beat themselves and shoot themselves in the foot. If they get ahead and they're able to dictate the pace of the game, and they're able to play their style, it's really hard for teams to come back against them. It's also another concern is having to come back from behind because the Niners haven't been able to do that in their losses this year. They've struggled with it. And I think that comes down to the inexperience of Brock Purdy. And Purdy is inexperienced. He's only in year two. If he poops the bed, for the lack of a better term, San Francisco can get ousted early. And then lastly, kicker issue. I'm scared about this, and I voiced it all throughout the year. If you have a Super Bowl-ready roster with this much talent that is primed to be on the quest for six and bring back that six Lombardi trophy, and you mess it all up because you went with the rookie kicker over Robbie Gold, who's 27 for 27 in his playoff career, that falls on you for making the wrong decision as far as your roster management at the kicker spot. So if you're confident that the Niners can make the Super Bowl. Give me that thumbs up icon. Smash that thing and like the video right now. And of course, bang, bang, Niner gang. Faithful, we appreciate you. Don't forget to subscribe. Couple of Super Chats coming in. Miguel, happy born day, cheers. And Niner babe with the 10. Happy birthday, Chase. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Hashtag faithful ladies. And oh, Jeannie Wyatt, Jeannie Wyatt, Happy birthday, 
Jamin Chase, we should run the ball more. What do you think? It depends on the opponent. You know, if the opponent is bad against the run, yeah, you try to run the football with Christian McCaffrey, and you get this offensive line moving downhill, you set up the play action. If the team's bad in the secondary, though, you want to be able to target that and then work the run game off of it. Either way, Jeannie, the Niners are going to continue to be a very versatile offense, and that's why I like this team, is their versatility and all the different options that you can get the football to, but it depends on the matchup. Jeannie, $50 Super Chat. You know what that calls for. That is going to be a birthday beer bong for the birthday boy. Jeannie, thank you for that. Let's go, Genie. 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 49ers, 133. Chase is my favorite reporter of all time. Thank Aww. you so much, 133. How I don't sweet. consider myself a reporter. I used to be that in my previous job for a news station in Pennsylvania. Most watched local news station in the country, by the way. Now, I look at myself as a broadcaster, an entertainer, a football uh, analyst, but thank you so much. Cheers to Jeannie! Chug, 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 Nice. We can finish this. Control-Alt-Deleted that We can finish this if we want. Daywalker! Day, day, day. Hey, day, day. Hey, day, day. Hey, day, day. All right, we got to give out a couple of gold stickers here. What up, Joseph? Daywalker, DW going on the gold sticker. DW. We'll give another one to Jeannie Wyatt. We have another Miguel, who also one. sent in a $10 super chat. Miguel C going on the Toby Willis helmet. And then Niner Babe. We'll go NB on this sticker. Here's a good question. If Wilkes leaves, grab Pete, or grab, uh, Pete Carroll. Yeah, I think it's a little bit too old. I think it's a little bit too old. I yeah, I feel like if Pete Carmel or Pete Carmichael, Pete Carroll, if he's still around, he wants he's, to be a head coach. Yeah, he's, he's not going to be a defensive coordinator. He's sticking around in Seattle, I think, unless he's going to be a head coach. I agree. Anna Catalan, super hot chase. Don't make me blush. Ah, don't make me blush. Ah, John Wallace, receive that compliment. Chase the goat. It may not be right saying it, but brother, you're great at what you do. Trizzy, what up? J-Dub, 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 J-Dub. King Javier, Trace, or Trace, should I get a GoPro for every $50 Super Chat on Sunday? You have to wear it for five minutes, hand strap. We have I'd, a webcam. That'd be pretty funny. We have the webcam that yeah. we can use, which we is pretty can, much like the we GoPro. We can move it around. I can show you. Here, I can show you Chase. Double Chase. Yeah. Hey. Hey, Double Chase. What up? What up? Hey. Hey. What up? <laughs> Hey, what up? Hey, what up? All right. Ooh. Mitchell Renz, host of the Raiders Report, said he'll do a beer boot. Three beers, one boot. $100 Super Chat. Mitchell do the beer boot. Wow. Mitchell do the beer boot for $100 Super Chat. Tom Daly, that's hilarious. Hayes Neone, what's up, Chase and Trizzy? What up? what up? Tom Daly, Trizzy getting dizzy in the hizzy. You know it, baby. Fo shizzy. Fo shizzy. Alicia! Hey! What's up, guys? Happy birthday, Chase. Alicia is very fit. Yes. She posted an Instagram story nice. after a workout. I was like, yo, Alicia's got it going on. 
Get that flex going Alicia for Alicia. Get the flexes in the chat for We like Alicia. the fitness gang out here. The fitness faithful ladies. We like the fitness gang. We love our faithful fitness females. 49ers 133. Thank you so much. Ricardo, thank you so much. It's great to spend a birthday with the faithful. Black Mask, happy birthday, bruh, from Taiwan. Have a great time in Taiwan. Speaking of the birthday, here's the birthday super chat menu right here. We're $20 away from $100 in super chats. And if we get a $100 super chat, Mitchell Renz is going to do a beer boot. Three beers, one boot. Let's ride. Hey, Chase, if we get a $200 super chat, can I, can I like cake face you on Sunday for the sure. watch party? Sure. $200, I'll take a piece of cake and put it in Chase's face on, on Sunday. Let's do it. Can't be scared out on these Never. streets. Adrian Avila, thank you. Thank you to everybody who's wishing me a happy birthday. I'm not sure if I've seen all of them, but if I missed any, thank you so much. Dan Nelson, our president's over 70. <laughs> yeah, he should step down. Yeah. He's a little bit too old in my opinion. It, it's it's like, not his fault. He's just old. It's like the Seahawks. We should be like, hey, everyone. Pete Carroll, old. Nick Saban, old. Joe Biden, older. Old. <laughs> <laughs> Super old. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Segment number three. Do we have any questions that came in? If we want to do a mailbag here. John Wallace said, we're built different, Trizzy. Yeah. Built different. Thanks, Adam John. SG Sports Talk. Thank you. Huncho. We do need some more questions, by the way. Yeah. 133. How do you feel about the Ravens? I think they're winning the AFC. I don't think there's a team in the AFC that's going to beat Baltimore. Home field advantage helps, but they're so deep, so talented, so well-rounded. Offense, defense, special teams, extremely well-coached. A lot of talent on that roster. And sometimes you just feel like it's a team's year. It feels like the Baltimore Ravens' year in the AFC. Black mask, I'm stacked. What, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? Ricardo, my birthday's in three days. Happy early birthday to you. Julian Ross, giving a shout-out from the 808. Thank you, brother. Rafael Moreno, thank you. Riz49, appreciate you as well. Get those questions in. Hashtag 49ers. Send in a super chat. Ryan, I like that one. Wilkes leaves Chris Kosarek for DC. More on that in a moment. SG Sports Talk channel. Good stuff right there. Black Mask, buff is the stuff. I'm like Buff Bagwell. Black Mask is buff. You know, his, his biceps put mine to shame. Miguel C. Capricorn season. I'm on the 12th. Bang Bang Niner Gang. Miggy, Miggy, Miggy. Happy early birthday to you. Yes, Capricorn season. We're all determined out here. K-Nuts. Thank you, bro. Much love to you as well, my guy. All right, let's take your questions here. Daywalker, $10 Super Chat. He said, happy birthday, Chase. Love and respect. Thank you, Daywalker. And then we'll get to Miguel's, which we just read out as well. Miggy C. Not a big motorcycle guy, it seems. FOH for the crotch rocket. Fuck out of here. <laughs> All right, let's take your questions here. We just got to $100 in Super Chats. Thanks for the support, and let's take your questions. 
Today on the San Francisco 49ers Report, it's a bye week for the Niners, but our coverage doesn't take any breaks. We're talking all things Niners going into the NFL playoffs and really excited for our playoff watch party for the divisional round. But look, we're going live for the wild card round as well right here on the San Francisco 49ers Report. So come hang out. The best place to experience game day outside of being at the actual game and this game here to my right is the one that we're going to be going live for. It has a lot of implications in the NFC playoffs. And we can do some scouting, and we can learn together what the Packers have to offer if they pull off the upset or if a rematch with the Dallas Cowboys is on the horizon. This game starts at 4.30 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday. We'll be going live most likely about an hour before kickoff, so we hope to see you there. Let's take some of your questions here. A good one to start us off from Ryan. If Steve Wilkes leaves... The 49ers. Chris Kosarek for defensive coordinator. So the Niners have had a revolving door at defensive coordinator for the right reasons over the last couple of years. And it could happen once again if Steve Wilkes were to get a head coaching job. The Los Angeles Chargers this week, early in the week, requesting permission to interview the Niners defensive coordinator. You had D'Amico Ryan's leave for the Houston Texans. And now D'Amico and Houston won the AFC South. They are playoff bound. First time in NFL history that a rookie quarterback and a rookie head coach won their division. Bobby Slowick, former Niners pass game coordinator, is their offensive coordinator. That's allowed C.J. Stroud to have a record-breaking rookie season. The offense is good. D'Amico Ryans has the defense humming. Robert Sala, mixed results with the New York Jets. Would have been interested to see how that team performed with Aaron Rodgers. He's going to get another year with New York, and we'll see what happens with Steve Wilkes. The Snyder's defense has been excellent this year. And really the word from players on why they like Wilkes. Great leader, great communicator. He's a guy who leads by example. Great communicator. The resume speaks for itself, but also he makes very complex defensive schemes very easy for players. And I think you see that with the good communication at all three levels of this defense. Now, in speaking of Chris Kosarek, that's been the name that's had a lot of buzz. And D'Amico Ryan's thought about bringing him to the Houston Texans to be their defensive coordinator. Instead, he stays with the Niners. At some point, I would imagine that Kosarek wants to maximize his coaching career. While he is the best defensive line coach in the NFL by far, it's not even close. And he does such a great job of developing and maximizing players. Does he want to take that next step in his coaching progression? And could that be defensive coordinator? Maybe. I'm just not sure if the Niners would do it or not, if they'd be willing to take him out of his strength for D.C., but if they were to risk losing him, maybe they do give him that position. Tom Daly with the $5 Super Chat question. All things being equal, Niners-Ravens Super Bowl. Who wins? I know that the Baltimore Ravens on the stat sheet on the scoreboard kind of dominated the San Francisco 49ers, I guess I should say just on the scoreboard solely. But if you look at the stat sheet, the 49ers fared well in that game. They ran for more than 100 yards. They had more yards per carry, more yards per play, more total yards. And the Niners were able to have explosive plays. They moved the football against Baltimore. But when you were minus five in the turnover department, you were literally not going to win any game unless you're playing a JV type of squad at the NFL level. It's just impossible to come back from. You want to counter with saying, well, Chase, this Niners defense, they gave up 
uh, seven straight scoring drives. That's not good. Yeah, but Lamar Jackson is very difficult to defend. He has a really good grouping of weapons, probably the best in his NFL career. And he's impossible to contain and to slow down. And when he's taken over around midfield, yeah, I expect him to be able to take advantage of that. If the Niners were to be able to play a clean game and they were able to look at the tape, make the necessary adjustments, grow from it, improve off of it, and Brock Purdy was able to not have the worst game of his professional career, I think the Niners can beat the Baltimore Ravens in the Super Bowl. And I do think they match up well with Baltimore. Daywalker next up. How long is Trent Williams going to play with us until he retires or leaves? I'm not sure. Trent Williams has had a hell of a career, man. And this is why he's going to go down as arguably the best left tackle of all time. He's 35 years old. And he was the fourth overall pick in 2010. That's the year I graduated high school. A lot of time has passed since then. And Trent Williams now, just historic what he's been able to do, he has made the Pro Bowl every single year since 2012. That's 11 straight seasons. He is 35 years old. And he did say after last year he was going to think about whether or not to return. And then very quickly after that, he said, I'm coming back. And then he's actually changed his tune a little bit this year. He said, God has given me the ability to play this game at an elite level. And he's given me this size and these gifts that I feel as though I have to take advantage of. And I feel pretty good. So we've seen left tackles be able to play deep into their 30s, sometimes into their 40s. Shoot, Jason Peters is still going in his 40s. Hopefully Trent Williams is going to be able to do the same. As long as his body doesn't give out on him, I think that Trent Williams can play at a high level for a really, really long time. Our sponsor for today's mailbag is game time. If you want to go to the divisional round matchup for San Francisco, regardless of who they play, because we're not sure yet, download the game time app. Best seats at the lowest price guaranteed, and you can get $20 off when you use the code NINERSCHAT. What's cool about this app, the prices drop as the event gets closer. You're also able to see what you'll be seeing from your seats. And in the divisional round, there are tickets available for less than $300, standing room only. And then if you want to sit section 421, row 23, those tickets are available as well for about $330. So Hop on board, download the Game Time app for free, and then if you use the code NINERSCHAT, you get $20 off your purchase. As always, we're going to put that link down below in the comment section and in the description of this video. Our sponsor for today's mailbag, Game Time. Get in the game so that you can go to the game. Next up, Eddie Griss with the $2 Super Chat. Happy birthday. Had a great time on Sunday. I'm bringing you next time. Hey, man, I would love to go to a game. The only thing is we do our watch parties from the studio. During last week, I was at the College Football Media Hotel. We found a way to make it work. What a setup that we had. I was looking at a couple of games, and we were breaking it all down during the Week 18 action. And even though the game meant nothing, literally, for San Francisco, still had almost 100,000 people tuning in. I'm glad you had a great time. I'm sorry that you didn't get to see a lot of the starters play or get extended run. And you didn't even get to see Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey, or George Kittle in uniform. But a day at the stadium, watching some football, is always a good day. And hopefully at some point I can join alongside some of the faithful members to go to a game. That would be fun. Adrian Avila. A lot of people are going crazy with the Jake Moody misses. I think that he is fine. What do you think the Niners should do and should they be concerned? 
I am a little bit concerned about Jake Moody because I'm just not sure how he's going to respond in a playoff type of atmosphere. The good news is he doesn't have to go to an unfamiliar stadium where he's unfamiliar with the wind patterns and wind direction. Up until the Super Bowl, he's going to be able to play at Levi's Stadium. But in the Super Bowl, he's going to have to go to Las Vegas if the Niners get there. And we know what happened against the Raiders in the first preseason game. Jake Moody had some awful misses. The numbers this year, not bad. 21 to 25. And then on extra points, 60 of 61. And you look at his splits. 20 to 29 yards, 7 of 7. 30 to 39 yards, 8 of 9. 40 to 49 Four of six against the Rams. Missed an extra point, and he missed his first field goal inside 40 yards. On 50-plus yard field goals, he has a leg. We know that. Two of three. And so the numbers are pretty good. 84% on his field goal tries. He missed the same amount of kicks this year that he did last year, uh, or that Robbie Gold had last year. So, again, the issue is that his, he has an experience, a young player, He's not familiar with the playoff stage. And you moved on from a legendary kicker in Robbie Gold, who was 29 for 29 in his playoff career, who had never missed in the playoffs for a massive unknown and an inexperienced player in Jake Moody. So I am a little bit concerned because how is the pressure going to affect him if in the divisional round, NFC Championship game, in the Super Bowl, there is a pressure-packed kick in which he misses. And then the window for the Super Bowl-ready team Closes just like that with players who are starting to get a little bit older just because it comes down to a rookie kicker. That would suck. That would be a kick right in the nuts. What Noodle 187, what worries you the most on our team, offense, defense, or special teams? Can we go to my concerns that we mentioned on one of our previous segments here? The concerns that I have with this team, Wet Noodle. Offensive line play, turning the ball over. I think the Niners only lose in the playoffs in the NFC if they beat themselves, if Purdy kind of shits the bed a little bit, and then kicker issues also concern me. The inability to play from behind I also think is an issue. So especially with Brock Purdy having not played three weeks between games coming up in the divisional round, you want to get off to a really fast start against a team that played the previous week, I think it's going to be really important for San Francisco to get off to a fast start, get an early lead to set the tone in that ball game. If not, maybe the pressure starts to creep in a little bit. Josh Brisson Happy birthday, buddy. Thank you, man. My birthday was on January 10th. Really appreciate that. Do you think that CMC is going to stay with the Niners? And do you think that Brock is going to get a big contract? So you know what's interesting about Brock Purdy? After this year, two more years left on his deal. Do you look to get ahead of that and look to get him at a pretty affordable price tag, knowing that the contract isn't going to come into play for a couple of years? And then you're going to get him below the price tag that you could get him at if he were to play at an unbelievable level the next two years to the point where you know he would demand well over $40 million, that's what I'm interested to see happen. And I'm interested to see how creative the San Francisco 49ers get with that particular situation. Um, as for Christian McCaffrey, you just don't know how long running backs are going to last and how long they're going to remain in their prime. And what's crazy about the running back position is overnight seemingly – they can just lose it because of the wear and tear on that body. And Christian McCaffrey has had a lot of wear and tear on his body. You know, he was an all-pro in 2018, 2019. He was then hurt the next two years, great for the Niners last year, led the NFL in rushing yards and carries here in 2023. That wear and tear is real. 
for running backs. But is he also able to extend his career because he's a good pass protector and he's a great weapon coming out of the backfield as a receiver and he could play a little bit of slot receiver? I wonder if there's an evolution to Christian McCaffrey's career late in it where he just plays slot wide receiver with that footwork and the really good hands. He didn't drop a pass this year. Wild. Follow me on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Chase underscore Senior. Love to hear and interact with all of you. And as always, thanks for watching the show. Don't forget to subscribe.